Hello all. Welcome to our latest episode of the Cricket with the West Coast Infidels podcast. This is Vasant along with me are Ramakrishnan G Iyer and Vijay Kumar Balasubramanian. In this episode, we will take a look at the IPL games played in the last week right up to the halfway point of the tournament. Talk about where the teams are, their prospects for making it to the playoffs, and then we will wind up with our predictions for the week. First, a review of games 27 through 36. Now, we've just crossed the halfway point after this morning's game. We still have a tight table. We still have close games. Slowly, a pattern is emerging, though. We had some teams doing well. CSK was impressive. Gujarat was very impressive. Punjab, in typical style, was blowing hot and cold. RCB had a meltdown. KKR surprised RCB. And Mumbai were tripped up a couple of times. Ram, what are your views of the last week of action? And how are the teams trending? So it's been a really action-packed week. Right? Now that we've reached the halfway stage, this is the time I feel like the table toppers have slowly started separating themselves from the others. In many senses, I think this has been a key week for four teams, the, the ones that I want to just bring up here. two decisively swinging in a good way two kind of decisively swinging in a not so good way first starting with ncsk you mentioned that they've been looking super solid wasn't but i think the fact that they are the only two teams who got 10 points from their seven games at the halfway mark i think is saying something so i feel like they have the momentum very clearly in their favor and from here on It, it's going to take some sort of colossal mess ups from either side to not make the playoffs similarly if you look at the two teams that have sort of decisively swung the other way i'll start with rcb they have eight points but their achilles heel is now only getting more and more pronounced they they were basically all about three core batters in the past back in the day it used to be gale ab and kohli these days it's kohli faf and maxwell so kohli is outclassed the, the the entire community but the support staff of batters lomroor pabu desai shabaz karthik they've all been super super disappointing i'm not even sure if, if it's their fault given how the coaching staff has been not giving them a very clear role they keep rotating people and i think we've had that problem as well and i'm just beginning to tell myself that at this time they simply lack the firepower to finish in the top 4 the the other team for whom things have been a little decisive this week again in a not so good a way is mumbai indians why i say that the loss to the titans that two by 55 runs i think may have just sounded the death knell as far as their nrr requirements are concerned miracles can obviously happen but it does seem like MI is now in that high profile list of franchises that is likely not going to make the playoff that's my quick two cents summary for the week so far vijay yeah a good call so the time of this recording we are on the eve of jaipur hosting csk but this game will really tell us if consistency will be a factor in this ipl the longest stretch we have seen so far is a team going on to win three games in a row three teams have done that so far so rajasthan royals and surprisingly mumbai indians they had a three win streak and csk are coming into this game with a three win streak as well well for mumbai those were the only three wins they have had in this ipl so far 
So barring that, I think consistency will play a key role for, for the teams going forward. Consistency in winning, I should say, not just <laughs> losing. But for me, a couple of interesting games in, in, the, in the previous week. The Mumbai Indians and Punjab Kings game, for me, it was a study in how to control a passage, right? So first we had Mumbai really restricting Punjab to what looked like a 170 par total. But then they, their lower order really came to the party and then took the control back and posted what turned out to be a winning 200 plus total. It shows how important it is to have the right set of batters against what can be perceived as a weaker set of bowlers from the Mumbai Indians side. And again, in the chase, once they removed the sky, Mumbai Indians didn't have the batters to replicate what Punjab Kings did. So for me, I don't know how much of that is Sam Karan and how much of that is the Punjab staff. They did very well to showcase how a T20 game can be orchestrated in, in passages. The other thing I keep saying this, RCB, they continue to gamble at the Chinnasamy. They win against a mighty RR, but then they lose to a struggling KKR. So for me, if the ground is in the equation, then it's even Stevens. And the other thing is Chennai, their batting is more than covering up for their bowling. The teams have struggled to get past that top five. Initially, it looked like Conway was not quite there, but then he's come back and how. So in middle of all the renaissance that is happening, what, what called as a 6E IPL, and then the test team recall notwithstanding, he has really taken claim of that number three position. Already, we've seen that if the going is good, Somebody like Dubey will not sink. And then they actually go to a really good total towards the end. With this team, we keep waiting for that away game loss. Let's see when that will happen and why that will happen more importantly. The last note is as long as the Titans play to their strengths, they, they will just keep their spot in the playoffs secure. Back to you, Asun. Last week was good. The games actually were not as tight as the previous week, but we, what we started seeing is certain teams establishing a pattern by which they were winning or doing better. Gujarat, just like last year, continues to win very close games. Anybody in the team is able to put up their hands and say, we'll do it for the team. Just look at Rahul Tevatia. Just the other day, he patted five balls, hit three sixers and 20 runs. These guys know how to close out games, and that's a big thing. I thought they did very well with that tight win over LSG and the thrashing of Mumbai, which actually bumped up their NRR. And Mumbai is a good batting team. CSK just took care of the two weaker teams. They made sure that they picked up the points, no losing against a weak team and having a banana peel situation and thereby have set themselves up very well for a, a push to the playoffs. I thought RR was a little sloppy. Both games this week, I think they just messed up certain specific passages. They should have won against LSG and they should have won against RCB. They didn't continue to push through whenever they got into a better position. Mumbai, with this kind of bowling, they're not going to go anywhere, especially the death overs. They're getting hit for 75 runs, 68 runs, 80 runs. In the last four or five overs, they had Gujarat in some level of trouble. And then they just couldn't control Abhinav Manohar, David Miller, Rahul Tevatia. And before you realize, that was a 200 target. 
that's going to be a problem for Mumbai. Ishan Kishan and Rohit Sharma not looking in good touch. Cameron Green can't bail them out every time. I thought RCB was looking in imperious form. What with Kohli back at the helm and Fav playing the I will only bat role. It looked like they were on a path to establishing early leadership in the table. But inexplicably, they crumbled against a KKR team against whom they had no business losing. I thought Virat was very matter-of-fact and accurate in saying it was a freebie that they gave KKR. They just played badly in some segments and that was it. Punjab, the surprise team. I don't know how, but they seem to be keeping on winning and somehow remaining in the hunt, not to be trifled with. LSG, I thought, blew it. It was a very winnable game and then rigor mortis set in with their batting and then they just gave up the game against GT. KKR, after today's win, they might regret that meltdown against DC because had they not lost that game, they might have been in a much better position with regards to the table. There is nothing to really talk about DC and SRH, the less said the better. What we have here, a little after the halfway point, CSK is at 5-2. and two. Gujarat is at 5-2, and two, Rajasthan at 4-3, and three. behind that is LSG at 4-3, and three, and Punjab also at 4-3. and three. CB came down to 4-4 four and four after today's defeat. Mumbai at 3-4 and four is one more game adrift. Kolkata is at 3-5 and five, and the other two teams are at 2-5. and five. The table is still tighter than it was last year. Last year, the Titans were at 6-1 and one after seven games. There were three other teams at 5-2, and two, including SRH. Believe it or not, they were 5-2. and two. And then they blew it in the second half and nosedived to some 6th or 7th position. They only won one out of the remaining seven games. RCB did make the playoffs, even with the 500 record. They took a win by MI over DC at the last minute to get them through. So I do not think a 500 record is normally sufficient to get a team through to the playoffs, given that four teams go through in a 10-team league. Again, no runaway leaders and everything to play for in this second half. Vijay, your thoughts? Yeah, there have been a good use of the impact players as well, right? So overall this season, the use of impact players, or in some cases I would like to call them compact players, the Amit Mishra, the Piyush Chavla, the Ambati Raidu, <laughs> they've found a way to include them in, the, in these games now. And interesting enough, I, I just was looking at the stats and it looks like we now already have something like 16, 200 plus totals, the most at this stage for an IPL. So we, we are well on track to eclipse the most number of 200 plus. It's interesting. At some points, it, they, they're bringing in the spinners as the impact players, but more often than not, I feel that it is the, the batters coming in so there is relentless hitting happening in most of these games. And you pointed out several times, and it is also leading to a lot of close games, that there are very few one-sided games happening. So this week, except for like those meltdowns that you talked about, most games actually were, again, quite close. They at least stretched the teams to go into the 20th over. But correct me if I'm wrong, still no super over yet in this season so far, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is the right mix. Get close, but don't let something like a super over decide a win. So it, it augurs well for all these franchises. The other one I wanted to talk about was that that the LSG blowout, right? Well on track. <laughs> and then the most ridiculous press conference 
possible. <laughs> I mean, I have pity for these guys. Like, after you lose, you have to be given space, not come and stand in front of a mic and talk stuff. But Rahu, who keeps coming to the news for all the wrong reasons, was like, I have no idea how to explain this loss. <laughs> and I mean, really, he should find the answer for that. It is not anything to do with skill or anything. I think they just lose the plot somewhere, starting with the captain himself. So if they don't correct it, I'm not seeing LSG go to the playoffs at all. And I think they're also poised to lose Wood, right? Wood is supposedly... Yeah, that is right. Mm. Wood is going back home for the birth of his child. Child, correct. Mm. So that, that was my sort of Uber analysis of this week. Beyond that, I think more games lost at home venues. Again, you have enough squad strength and with the impact player and everything you can bring in players that are more suited to a given venue. And then there is no home advantage there. Case in point, when at the Vankade, when played against, no, not this week, but the week before, you had Gaekwad followed by Rahane, followed by Dubey. So all Mumbai players coming and playing at the Vankade, <laughs> except they are not playing for the Mumbai team. And we saw a lot of that in some of the other games as well. So this IPL, if the goal for the Arcraisers was to level the playing field, yeah, they've scored 100% on that. It just keeps every game interesting, except when it's Delhi or playing, that is. <laughs> and when yeah, they play against yeah, each other, it is exciting too. But that's a different kind of excitement. <laughs> like almost indifference level of excitement, actually. <laughs> so yeah, like I am also sort of backing PK the way they are going to finally break through into the playoffs. I mean, they are the eternal bridesmaids, right? They just barely ever, never make it to the to the playoffs. The fact that they actually got this far, despite missing Davan for quite a few games, and the fact that Livingston simply hasn't fired, despite having played a few games, kind of shows there seems to be some sort of an undercurrent of intent in that team. They're all stepping up as players, even people like Harpreet Bhatia, who, who hit Baby Sachin for 31 runs, not to be confused with Sachin Baby, of course. I think is a good sort of example of how these guys have been playing. And then Karan, right? I mean, Karan is justifying his price tag in this completely unlikely role of captain. I mean, we expected him to be contributing with bat and ball, but he seems to have really discovered some sort of a niche as captain. PK was never in my radar as far as a team that would do well. But now I somehow suddenly find myself literally rooting for them to, to somehow pick up the, the strength and get to the playoff. Then there is the second team I wanted to comment on was Rajasthan Royals. And now that they've kind of lost two on the trot, that two to a comparatively weaker RCB side, despite dismissing Kohli for a first ball duck, you know, they sort of gave away the game to Faf and Maxwell. And then, of course, the chase didn't go too well either. I suspect they may stop playing Jason Holder and give Donovan Ferreira a turn. And and the advantage that Donovan Ferreira actually brings, in my opinion, is the fact that he can bat slightly up in the order, which will help them resolve the the problem that they have with Particle and you know the, the Rian Parag issue. I mean, they can actually simply drop Rian Parag and, and use Dhruv uh, Jorel as a as a finisher. I suspect that move is coming. Uh, I just do not see them playing the same team like they did all this while. And 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 that's the other team that I'm calling out that I really feel strongly about making the playoffs. In my earlier comments, I anyway said 
Gujarat Titans and, and CSK are well on their way. Gujarat is really, really well said. You know, the, the Afghan spin twins, after they've come together, they've just been awesome. One guy is basically like a mirror image of the other, right? I mean, Rashid Khan bowls left, uh, right arm, leg spin. And this other kid is literally like is a mirror image with his Chinaman and everything. So I, it's fascinating to watch both of them play together. But the other interesting thing on Gujarat that I wanted to talk about was the fact that they've decided to drop Sai Sudarshan after the first couple of games, possibly because they felt he was scoring a little too slowly. I mean, strike rate's not quite up there. It hasn't hurt them so far. They've been using Vijay Shankar and Abhinav Manohar instead. And Abhinav Manohar was, he was brilliant in the earlier game as well. Not so much Vijay Shankar. I mean, after that initial, I mean, we were all so gungo about Vijay Shankar when we spoke last week. This week, his performances haven't quite come up there. They may still probably swap him out and bring back Sai Sudarshan. Sai Sudarshan is a 125-130 strike rate person, but he gets two of 30-40 plus score each time he bats. So that's the trade-off that they probably want to think about. So yeah, that's pretty much where I stand. CSK in the top two with Rajasthan and PK likely bringing up the next two and LSG for reasons mentioned by Vijay, indifferent captain, Rahul not quite taking command of the situation, strike rate still being an issue. He still can't make up his mind whether you know he was striking at a good enough strike rate or not. I think that uncertainty, that indecisiveness at a leadership level may cost them on the ground is kind of what I feel about it. Interesting perspective. I'm going to look at it slightly differently because although the teams have played half their games, seven games or eight games in a couple of cases, it is not necessary that they've played every other team that they want to do. In fact, the IPL is not balanced. Teams play certain teams twice, certain teams once. So a lot is based on who you're going to play going forward and where are you going to play them. So it's not necessary that the current table is really indicative of where things are. For example, as Vijay mentioned, home field is a disadvantage for our CBT. And they're going to play a whole host of games away. And that, I think, is going to help them, notwithstanding their missing fans. I'm just going to take a quick look at the teams and where they are with that perspective. Gujarat has been outstanding. As you pointed out, Ram, there are two... Afghan spinners have really set the cat among the pigeons. What's also stood out is that so many different people have put up their hands and said, my turn today. As Krish Srikant pointed out, Gujarat is doing a great job, bringing Miller in at 10th over, giving him time to settle down, and then he explodes. I think they are the team to watch. The next games are against KKR and DC, followed by a game in Jaipur. I would think if they manage a 2-1 record, they'd be in great shape for the playoffs. If they can beat RR away in Jaipur, that will pretty much seal a top two spot for them. They've been very steady across. No fuss, very typical Dhoni-esque style. They're batting 9.7 runs per over, which means their inexperienced bowling lineup had enough of cushion. So Tushar Deshpande could concede 12 runs in over, knowing that the spinners would tighten the game. Next three games, one in Jaipur. That's going to be interesting. Then at home, against Punjab, and then in Lucknow. If they can manage it 2-1, then they get to their last four games. Three of them are at home. And there is one incentive for this team to give MSD a final home playoff game. So they really would want to make it to the playoffs. 
RR, I still believe that they lost two games because of carelessness more than anything else. For some strange reason, they're only playing five bowlers. Even yeah. then, they're doing their bowling lineup. Though that, Didn't they bring Zampa against Chennai? That was a good move, right? They did bring only Zampa one. against Chennai because Zampa has been bowling well at Chennai. The conventional wisdom is that Holder will be dropped in favor of Zampa. Mm-hmm. Because Holder has been useless with the ball. Who knows? They have a little stretch of tricky games. CSK at home, Gujarat at home, and Mumbai at the Vankhede, which can go either way. This phase will probably decide where they land up at the end of the league phase. LSG have a game against RCB in one of the next three games. The RCB versus LSG game will probably decide which of the two is going to advance. Although RCB has dug an additional hole for themselves by losing to Kolkata. Punjab, the surprise team, Karan with his leadership. They are not missing Davan, who actually has been batting much better than usual. Their next games, though, are not... Probably only instance this IPL where somebody has carried their bat, right? In one of the games. Just before. That is true. That 99 not out. Their next games are against LSG. CSK and MI, which is not necessarily straightforward. In fact, their second half schedule is a little tight, little difficult. It's not going to be very easy for them. They'll have to up their game in order to make it through. That's what's getting hidden by the table. Uh, They've not, play, not played the tougher, as many tougher games as the others. RCB, they have four players and seven people who just make up the level. Okay, This is like those <laughs> exactly. Sunday league games wherein four guys are saying, hey, we'll play, and then phone calls are made to somehow put together 11 on the field. Maxwell, Faf, Kohli, and Siraj definitely deserved more support. And if they continue like this, they're not going to go anywhere. Difficult to watch this team. Siraj has been outstanding with the ball. Kohli has been batting like a dream. Faf is brilliant, even in a situation where he's injured. A slightly slow dream, some would argue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not saying Warner-esque, right? (laughs) And again, Maxwell has chipped in. So I actually had them winning three games on the trot. And today's loss to KKR was a bit of a surprise. But many people seem to have commented that it was a wrong call to bowl first. That in Chinnaswamy, you're better off batting first, laying down at 200, and then putting pressure. Mumbai, where are they going to find a bowler? They just need to find a bowler. Poor Arjun Tendulkar came, was at the receiving end of some heavy hitting. This time, they just sort of protected him, just made him bowl the first few overs. But if they can't find somebody to bowl at the death, they are not going anywhere. Says it all. Piyush Chavla is their best bowler. So we can well imagine what this team is like. The news is that Jofra Ancher went to Belgium to get some remedial work done on his elbow. Wow. So it looks like all that Archer and Stokes have done is come here and sit on the bench and play occasional games and hold some body part or the other. Talking of Stokes, CSK must be probably pretty happy that Stokes is not fit. Because if he comes... There's a problem as to who to drop. Absolutely. 100%. So if anything, CSK may not be that upset that Stokes is struggling to get onto the park. 
I mean, it'll be a trade-off with Moin Ali, right? It'll be a trade-off with Moin Ali, but I mean, they have four home games. Will you play a spinner or will you play Stokes? And especially against teams that have left-handers, you'll have to release Moin Ali. Kobe has probably been told he's not going to bowl. You just go bat and your only job is to somehow make your bat re-hit the ball. And Rahane, I hope the national team selectors didn't jinx jinx by selecting him in the team. We'll see. I just realized that Dube is a jumbled form of Bude. Maybe the <laughs> good fit in CSK. So, apparently, this guy was supposed to be a big talent and then he lost a few years due to some personal circumstances and he had all sorts of issues and then he came back made his entry into the Indian team when Ross Taylor hit him for 34 runs at the Bay Oval, after which he was out again. All this uh, roller coaster of a life is basic qualification to be a CSK player. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just come in and start performing at CSK. (laughs) That is true. That is true. And our friends from Kolkata. I think there's been multiple discussions over the matter. They shot him themselves in the foot by some terrible trades prior to the auction. Lockie yeah. and Shardul and Gurbaz, which meant they didn't have money in the auction, which means less flexibility. And even there, they managed to mess up by picking up personnel from Bangladesh, knowing fully well that they're not going to be available. And then when, Sh- when Shreya Sayar was rendered or the Komba, this was just a case of Shuru Hotei Katam Ogya. The two games they had won before today was, one was Rinku Singh, had a special moment. And then TNPL player Varun Chakravarti, who actually won. Let's not for, forget the Lord's innings. Ah, the Lord's innings. The, Lord. the Lord's innings. After which he couldn't make it to the 11. Yes. He got dropped in the 11. They need to win at least another five of the remaining six. <laughs> and including some yeah. very tough opponents. Oh. Realistically, no chance to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Sunrisers? If we thought Mumbai had no bowling, at least they have somebody to open the bowling. Sunrisers have nothing. Bhuvaneshwar Kumar will bowl two overs. You just need to wait. Two overs, five runs. Don't lose any wicket. After that, just start. You can hit them all day for the remaining 18 overs. No problem. Okay. Isn't it funny how Markram brought himself on when he had like two or three spinning options in the team? Like strange decisions. Sunrisers Hyderabad have been bad, and I think they will again jettison the bulk of their team and again go back to the auction with almost a full purse next year. Delhi Capitals. But you have to say, Sunrisers Hyderabad, they are well in tune with the ruling party in India, though. First of all, they are wearing orange, which is saffron like. True. And the captain, of course, is, has the mark of Ram. I I, I don't see why you guys are giving them such a hard time. I think the populist opinion is that they should win this. (laughs) It just so happens that their team management decided we will not. And ended up picking a team that just refuses to win. End of story. Delhi Capitals... This is a different problem with these guys. They're just not performing. They have the personnel. But they've just decided, oh, Panth is injured, so we won't play. On January 2nd, it was clear that Panth was not going to play this year. 
these guys waited for five months to find a wicketkeeper. Salt, Marsh, no runs, nothing, no contribution. Norkan Aksar have been absolutely fantastic. Exactly. And if somebody gives a little bit of support to Warner, they'll be fine. So, but I do I'll think... Give you a name of another guy who has been really fantastic for Delhi. Okay. He's played only two games, unfortunately. I have an economy rate of 5.3, average of 12. And unfortunately, this fantastic performance in his IPL has not given him a test recall. His name is Ishan Jarma. Huh. <laughs> yes, yes. He actually looked very good. That I think yeah. I remember seeing that first over in the last game. He was moving the ball quite yeah. viciously off the track. One more thing. I think he is so far the only bowler who has not given a six, given a number of overs stipulation. Ah, so, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that it's time for Delhi to sort of shut Again, shop for the season. Ask Shaw and Sarfraz to go back home. Ideally, walk back to Mumbai the way they played. <laughs> and they just should give the newcomers a chance. I mean, it can't get worse. Uh, if Aksar can open the batting and do the keeping and bowl and also do late order hitting, I think they have a winning chance. I would think so. But currently, everybody's <laughs> planning to have him do that for the Indian team, right? Yeah, that's in England. <laughs> Bat at number five, yeah. bowl. <laughs> but <laughs> levity apart, Aksar has been phenomenal. So, yeah, yeah. that's where things are. I mean, I think the table is slowly showing signs of settling down. I would reckon that after another week's action, we'll get to a point wherein leaders will be identified, the stragglers just become spoilers. Last week, our predictions were not too bad. I know many of us thought Punjab would do better with RCB, but only Ram got it. We got the CSK predictions perfectly correct. Absolutely. Okay. And we got the Gujarat predictions all correct. And then it was only the RCB, KKR, and SRH, and all the other teams that sort of messed up our predictions. And yes, that KKR-DC game, all of us got the predictions wrong. So yeah. <laughs> That was the only one when nobody got so, it. Yeah. This week, Savai Mansing Stadium, where the runs have not been coming, we have the pink city going to be turned into the yellow city. And uh, they have got two homeboys, Akash Singh and Deepak Chahar. Right. Which is more than the number of homeboys that they have in, in Chennai. The yellow or the pink? I am actually thinking the pink for tomorrow. Mm. Mailapur to Jaipur, all the way CSK. <laughs> <laughs> CSK, indeed. <laughs> okay. The Lucknow boys are going to Mohali. I'm all for Harpreet Singh, Bhatia and Co. Punjab for me. Same year. Yeah. Has uh, Rabada, uh, is he I'll be the contrarian view here and put my money on LSG for tomorrow. The game, for that game. Rabada is very much there. I think he had some niggle or something. That's why that Ellis guy got to play. Yeah. But there might be one day when both Livingston and Rabada play. Which will be interesting. And Karan. And Karan. And and then they will not be able to figure out that Sikandar Raza should be playing ahead of that short fellow. I just don't understand. Yeah. But then it's the Punjab. Preeti is in touch floating around every game. She's, she makes her appearance. Okay. 
I'm just assuming she's the one making these decisions as well. <laughs> Could be, maybe she do it better than the guys who are doing the decisions. So <laughs> then we have KKR. Hey, so Shah Rukh plays for Zinta's team. Such a weird Zara moment. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I think Kolkata doesn't have the firepower to take down GT with the sole exception of one situation where Jason Roy bats 20 overs. But as we have seen, the moment anybody takes a shorter run-up, Jason Roy is done. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what do you think about Mohit Sharma, Sharma, man, guys? CSK. CSK. (laughs) The next game, Delhi versus SRH again. This time in Delhi, though. I don't know who to vote for. This is almost like heads is DC, tails it's SRH kind of a situation. So I'll go SRH. Now I'm thinking Nokia against his South African teammates. That is the real contest there. Outside of yeah. that, there is really nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the, the same brothers. It's a case of who's going to try harder to lose. I have a feeling that DC will somehow squeeze through. So let's see. And oh, then, the Sen Brothers sounds like a like a Mishti Dukan from Kolkata. <laughs> what I was thinking is that I think we should send both those guys to Kolkata. Since those guys want Bengali players, they can have Klaassen, Janssen and Jason Roy. Problem solved. Then, Chennai Super Kings versus Punjab at the MAC. I don't think Punjab has much of a chance. CSK all the way for me. Pretty much. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Then, am I hosting the Rajasthan Royals? I'm going with uh, Men in Pink. Men in Pink, yeah. MI has just not shown up. No, j- just for kicks and giggles, like how can MI win this game, right? They- their only chance is superlative batting performance. That That is practically their only chance. Like we, you wasn't pointed out, there is no bowling to talk of otherwise. So Who is going to get Butler out? Butler himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I think it is that third game or fourth game in the sequence. So Sanju Samsung is going to hit runs. I mean, he fails two games, one middling game and then one big score, right? That's that game. Then we have Lucknow versus RCB. In Lucknow, on the treacherous Ekana wicket, I'm going RCB. RCB as well. 100 for Kohli. Why not? Maybe not a hundred, but I think two of those three will fire and that should be good enough. Yeah, I guess Maxwell, it doesn't matter what pitch, what whatever. He will, and if he gets going, that's end of story there. So Absolutely. As an aside, I think it is time to put in a plug for local Karnataka boy, Mo Manoj Bandage. Lomroar, Prabhu Desai, Shabazz, you could replace any of these three guys. They simply haven't contributed. And the only other person in their reserves who can actually bat is this local guy, local kid, Manoj Bandage. So, might as well give him a chance. Dodda Ganesh was very, very high on him. He was pushing very hard for him getting included in the 11. Yeah, absolutely. If Dodda Ganesh heard this podcast, he'd be very happy. (laughs) He actually came for the presentation today. Is he attached to the KCA these days? He is. He is attached to the KCA. And then we have with Delhi. DC. Yeah, so, I think there's game. nothing to say, talk about One there. Okay. And then LSG at home on a day game versus CSK. 
I think CSK will take them down. Yeah. Captain Cool versus Captain Clueless. <laughs> Pretty much. The May 3rd game, the second one, is Punjab versus Mumbai at Mohali. I see. Punjab versus Mumbai at Mohali. I'd say Punjab. I'd say Punjab too. Home yeah. game. Yeah. Time to yeah. wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. As ever, love to hear your thoughts. Our free intro music was obtained from Chausik. Regular hosts are Vijay Kumar Balasubramanian at B Vijay Kumar. Ramakrishnan GIR at Fully Arbit. And Vasant Kumar at VKPL007. Next week, IPL, one more round. Until then, goodbye.